Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Vibe check. I'm vibing now. Yeah. This is, uh, Scotty's is flowing now. You need more ice. Jeff, what you doing after practice? After work? After practice. Every day is kickoff. I was, I was just telling I was telling Landfill, I was like, yo, I need this song because if I was DJing right now and we was in like a party, I would play this and then I just a Red Bull and lose your mind. I drop the explosion and stop the music. It'd be like boom. Every day I'm shuffling and go into it. <laughs> it's crazy. I love this song. Hell yeah. It's the perfect Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday song. Scotty's Vodka is Maryland made, amazingly smooth, and loved throughout the DMV. Enjoyed seeing Scotty the other night. It was funny, man. We both looked at each other. <laughs> we were like, ah, what's up, man? Uh, phone lines are packed for Ask B. Mitch Anything. I'm going to start with Bob in Gaithersburg. It was recently Groundhog Day. Made me think about What About Bob, even though those are two different movies, but same actor. Bob, what up, man? Ask B. Mitch Anything. Okay, so I've got an observation, and I'm wondering if uh, Mr. B. Mitch shares it. It seems to me that since the NFL has cracked down fairly successfully on helmet-to-helmet hits, the majority of concussions now come from heads hitting the ground, particularly the back of the head, such as Josh Johnson last week. And I'm wondering if the NFL should be looking at different helmet technology to protect heads from hitting the ground, and if he thinks that maybe we're close to the point where we should start looking at the elimination of the hard shell helmet. Uh, I don't think the hard shell helmet is going to be eliminated. I, I think that they should have been uh, been in more interested in some helmet technology, but I think the NFL worries about the um, uh, liability of that because uh, I look at NASCAR and I look at the helmets that they used to wear and what they wear now. If they just talk to the people that make a NASCAR helmet, they could come up with something great. But most of the concussions before came from ground helmets hitting the ground or guys just getting hit in the chest and their head snapping forward and that brain smashing the inside of your, your skull. It's not always a helmet-to-helmet hit that caused the concussion. So that's what I stated before. They could, they could say what they want about helmet-to-helmet, but concussions come in many, many different forms. But help, new helmet technology would be great. I also think, and I've heard this from people, that the helmet is like a bumper on your car, right? And you can work and work and work on the bumper, but at some point you need like a safety belt, like a seat belt kind of for the brain. And and I almost wonder if the next 
advance in technology needs to be like beyond the helmet and something because you said the NASCAR stuff they stabilize the neck. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, sta- they stabilize that, but still, if you put on a NASCAR helmet and you put on a football helmet, what you're putting on you feel the total difference. Like one is like you're going okay. Let's say you go lay back on a like you go get a go to Walmart and grab you a, a lounge chair. All right. Then go to Offenbachers and grab a lounge chair and lean back on it. Right. You, the major difference. Right. That NASCAR helmet has so much cushion in it, and the way things are, it's just totally different than what, what the uh, regular helmet is, the listen football to, helmet is. Listen to this, B. Uh, this is from Pro Football Talk, Michael David Smith. The tackles that injured Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes and Cowboys running back Tony Pollard during the playoffs were legal, but they may not be next season. Dr. Alan Sills, the NFL's chief medical officer, said today that the techniques used on those tackles in which the defender grabs the ball carrier from behind and then pulls him down while dropping the tackler's own body to the ground could be eliminated. But how how (laughs) else are you going to tackle? That type of tackle, known in rugby as as hip drop tackle, was banned by the National Rugby League in Australia because of injuries it caused. I think it'll be a very active conversation to look at the mechanism. Obviously, the hip drop tackle is not the only cause of high ankle sprains. There are other factors, Sills said via Mark Maskey of The Post. What? See, I, I understand they say grabbing the back of the shoulder pad. What, the, what is it called? The, the co- whatever. Horse collar. Horse collar, yes. But if I'm going to tackle you and you're running away from me, I am trying to stop you from getting more yards so I pull you back. And people, I think one thing that football and the people that are talking about football need to start realizing, there's a certain thing, a science called physics. You can't do one thing without the other. If someone is running full speed forward and your job is to keep them from gaining more yards, you kind of pull them back. What happens at that point? Your body don't just stop. Your body keeps going forward. Okay? It's not like you are purposely trying to land on their lower body. It's just what the hell happens when physics comes about. You know what I'm saying? So now we got, they can't hit players high. They can't really hit them too low. You can't grab the horse collar. What are you going to be able to do now? Just touch them and say, tag, you're it? I got you? Let's stop making the public think that football is not a damn brutal sport. People get hurt in this sport. They're going to get hurt in this sport. You will never take injuries out of the sport. What you need to do, give the guys guaranteed contracts and let them go play. They'll go play. They wouldn't worry about it. But you get all of these people outside of the sport that want you to be able to go into a football game, and it's going to be as if, what are you doing? Sitting around playing ping pong? It ain't ping pong. That's what I'm saying. It's just, right. Come on, man. I uh, almost said Batman, but a guy called in one time and told me that Batman, that little birdie, uh, homes people a lot, so I, I never use uh, Batman again. All right. Uh, got a caller from Quantico. What's up, Quantico. Justice? What's up, brother? Hey, my name is Justice. Hey, how y'all doing? How you doing, man? Um, got a question. Pretty straightforward. Right now, you can take one player from the Eagles and one player from the Chiefs and swap them directly with two players that we currently have on our team. Who who are the two players you're taking? One player from Mahomes. the Eagles. Yep. <laughs> and one from one from the Eagles and one from the Chiefs? Yep. I take Mahomes 
And who else am I going to take? I mean, probably Chris Jones for me, but. Yeah, there we go right there. Which is kind of why I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think the two best players in the I'll game are Mahomes, on their team. I'll take Chris Jones. And if but I want to go to the other side. I'm going to take to the other AJ side. AJ Brown, Devontae I'll take, Smith. I'll take uh, number seven and also Hurts. I mean, I think it, this makes our team better, both of them. Right. Dude, you would take. I think you take Darius Slay. I think you take James Bradbury. I think you take C.J. Gardner-Johnson. I think you take Brandon Graham. There's a lot of dudes. These, these teams are in the Super Bowl for a reason, man. They are loaded. Awesome. Thanks for All right, calling, bro, man. Appreciate you. A lot of people you would take. Our guy Rick on the route is on the line. Rick, Rick. ask me anything. Be Miss JP. What up, Happy brother? Happy Father Duncan Friday, guys. Same to you, brother. <laughs> Happy Friday, man. Hey. So I'm going to switch it a little bit. I'm going to go in the food direction, mm. B. Mitch, with my question. So you have your, your, your famous fried turkey. Yeah. You have your famous gumbo. Mm-hmm. I see you post great steaks and lobster tails. Uh-huh. If you were to lose two, two of those for a whole year, what two are you going to lose? And that's my question. All right. Ooh, I like two, that. two for a whole year. Which ones am I going to use? I would go with yep. the uh, fried turkey because the fried turkey, I only eat one day. Because turkey sucks. No, turkey is great, but it's only one day I really eat it, and it's on Thanksgiving. Nothing validates it's on Thanksgiving. turkey take so, more than even your world-famous turkey. You only eat once a year, and you no, give it up. we eat it once a year because that's when they come about. But the whole thing is I can eat gumbo the whole time it's cold, and I cook it like that. And steaks, I like to eat steaks often too. So not as often as I used to. But, but you got to lose two. You got to lose two. You got to oh, lose two. Of them. You say I got lose. I got to lose two of the three. Two of the four. You got your your steak. You got your your lobster tail. But steak and lobster go together, man. I, listen, I know he's not giving up gumbo. Like and gumbo, I'm gonna keep the gumbo. <laughs> like all, if it's uh, so, I gotta go steak or lobster tail. You telling me? Like if it was work with me or give up gumbo, he just wouldn't work with me anymore. <laughs> I, I think I think gumbo I'm going to keep, and then you, I got to go steak or lobster. I can't go steak and lobster, right? Right, right. You, you oh, got to lose two. You can only keep two. You know what? Whole year. I, I I can go gumbo, and then I because like I got enough seafood in the gumbo, so I can go with the steak. I keep the steak. Thanks for the call, Rick. <laughs> Landfill, if you had to give up fried turkey, gumbo, steak, or lobster, you have to give up two. What's your vote? Everyone's going to vote turkey is my point. Yeah, fried turkey and lobster. Jeffrey? Well, Jeffrey can't eat lobster or gumbo, so. Yeah, I'm taking the turkey. He gets all the, he gets all the turkey <laughs> so, he wants. So he gets a turkey and a steak. <laughs> uh, Neil is calling from D.C. Neil, what up, man? What's up, Neil? Hey, y'all. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate you, brother. My question, uh, you know how, like, all these touchbacks on the kickoffs and stuff? Yeah. Like, it's going on. Back in your day, I know I, I never remember you taking a knee or just I always see you catching you gone. Have you ever like took a touchback? Yeah, I have. Yeah, the one they were like when the guy was a a kicker that can really kick it high and had good hang time. But we had kickers like Martin Anderson, Wayne Severe mm-hmm. told me if he kicks it and it's five yards deep, bring it out because Martin drove the ball. He didn't kick it high. So most of my stuff, just like on punt return, it, it was. Uh, my indication came based off of how much hang time they had. And that's that little time, that little clock in your head. And if if his, mm-hmm. if his hang time wasn't much, I'm bringing it out. Like, I watch a lot of them today where guys catch it on, like, one yard in the end zone, 
and it's a low hang time ball, and they don't come out, I'm like, to hell with that. Me and my coaches will have a problem. Let's check in with Cody. They have to understand, I'm here for a reason, not just to be kneeling down in the end zone. Every day is kickoff. Yeah. Cody is an Indian head. Cody, what up, man? B. Mitch. What's up, brother? Hey, who would win in a two-on-two basketball game versus you, Landfill, versus Jeff and JP? Ooh. Oh, me and Landfill. I'm going to put Landfill down low, and I'm going to just pass him the ball, and whoever's checking me, I'm going to run them ragged. Jeff, I think we'd win. Landfield, I know we would win. Landfill, gonna get, he gonna, all he's going to have is lay up all day on y'all, and then when y'all try to worry about Landfield, both of y'all back up for him, I'm banging the three on you. Well, you want me to tell you where you lost that at? Where? Getting Landfield to the basketball court. He only goes to his house. He's not coming outside. We can't even get him to confirm he'll go If Landfield know he and I are going to win this $50,000, he coming. Dude, we're not playing for fifty grand, dude. You're not doing it. The person that put the challenge up got to put the money up. You think this, Cody? You got fifty k for this basketball game? I got fifty k, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's go. Thanks, dude. Let's go, Landfill. <laughs> let's ignore the fact that uh, this is all hypothetical, and we have no idea if there is a Beamish and Finley Wizards night. But let's suggest that there was Beamish and Finley Wizards night. Have you confirmed you would go to Capital One Arena for? said hypothetical Wizards game with the boys. I mean, theoretically, if there were uh, a Wizards night, if you mentioned Finley Wizards night, uh, you know, maybe I'd, maybe I'd go. I could get him out the house. No. I could get him out the house. What would we need, what would we need to guarantee you? Liquor. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a hard question. <laughs> Do they have a Wizards equivalent? You know, the Nats seats right behind home plate. Do they have a Wizards equivalent of that? Yeah, courtside. But I'm going to be eh. real with you. I don't think we're the four of us are getting courtside. Yeah, I don't. I don't courtside. Right. And speak for yourself. Me and Landfield teammates, we can get that. I have no interest in courtside. Where do you want to be? You just, we're going to just sit in the back, then. Dude, they have a dope bar we're on sit, the court. We're going to sit level. in the back, right back there. Beamish and I are going to sit in the we back. We watch TV and just throw them back. You know, watch TV, drink the beer, Jaeger shots, Jaeger shots. Scotty's Vodka Red Bull. Scotty's Vodka. I'll take one right now. That Jaeger shot would take me way back to college. Mm-hmm. Way back. College B. Mitch. Do you want to see College B. Mitch? He'll grow the stash back. I don't, <laughs> want, I don't want to see that dude no more. Brock is in D.C. Brock, ask B. anything. Hey, what's up, B. Mitch? Look, me, what's myself, being from, okay, me, myself, being from New Orleans, I'm a huge Saints fan. I'm out here living in D.C. My question is, being a Louisiana native, is there any – Loving your heart for the Saints, and that's just done with. Because I know I, I, I didn't like the Saints when I was in Louisiana. Being honest with you, I, n- I never cheered for the Saints when I no. was when, when I was growing up and coming through. They were not winning, right? Right. All of that, all of that stuff started later later in life when I was in the NFL. So I never had a chance to cheer for them. Now, when they had Katrina and then they were going for the Super, when they were doing everything, I pulled for them because I saw how much. That our team meant for the uh, town. I think the whole country was. Yeah, but for I, I was never a Saints fan growing up because you, if you, if you, I don't know how old you are, but you probably heard the stories when they were wearing bags on their heads, calling themselves the Aints. Archie Manning. Yeah, that kind of threw me away from it. I never liked him there. Archie was getting his block knocked off, wasn't he? But Archie was way, 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 way back. Uh, let's go to PJ and Reston. PJ, ask me if it's anything. Hey, so what I wanted to ask is this. Uh, 
I'm watching NFL games, and I'm not just talking about because, you know, Washington and Ron Rivera, we don't do timeouts good. Something that I, I wish that they would do in the NFL, and I, I really want to hear what you guys say, especially Beamish because they're foreign player. I'm thinking that the quality of games would be a little bit better if the NFL simply had four timeouts for the second half. I'm seeing coaches, like, burning timeouts for weird reasons, like in the third quarter, and you get to the fourth quarter, there's, like, one timeout left, and it makes things weird. So I'm just thinking, like, if there's just four times, three in the first half, four in the, in the second half, I just feel like it'll make the end of the games, like, a little bit cooler. And, you know, you don't have to, like, stress out so much if you got to burn a timeout for some weird thing. Well, they shouldn't be burning out for a weird thing. We can't give them more. I think yeah, – I, I would say give them less. I, I really believe that by giving them more timeout, we're not making the coach better. We're just making it easier for him. You know, I think if you had just two in the second half, I promise you you won't burn it on something stupid then. Um, I wanted to ask you something, and this is a guy that is trending towards kind of more focused on, I don't know, on making headlines than making necessarily good content, I would argue. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Orlovsky put out his top five all-time quarterback list, mm-hmm. and he did not include Joe Montana. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. And Stephen A. went at him, which I... And uh, Keyshawn was going at him for something. I don't know what he was going at him for, but... So, Orlovsky's top five list was Brady, Mahomes, Elway, Manning, Marino. And and all of those guys are really deserving. I don't know if you could put Mahomes there just yet. Because look, look what all these other guys accomplished. And... To put a Marino, you gotta see, have Montana. Period. You put Marino there, it tells me that you are you are a victim of what we see in football today. Where, oh, look how many yards he was passing back in the day. How many Super Bowls he won? Zero. I think you got to throw that in there sometimes too. Now, now Dan Marino, I mean Joe Montana, to me, when I watched him, I told you this, where I looked at him in in, in our pregame, and I'm like, this dude don't have a strong arm. But when I watched him during that football game, I said, this dude is a damn quarterback. He knew when to throw it. The, his receivers were still running with their backs turned to him. When they turned, the ball hit him in the chest. The ball hit him in the hands. He made every throw that you're supposed to be able to make, and I don't think he had the strongest arm out there. He was a very much a student of the game, but you know, in this day and age, people care about how many touchdowns you have, how many 300-yard games you have. I think if he played in this day with Jerry and John Taylor and Dwight Clark and they couldn't touch them guys, Joe might average 300 something yards a game easily. Well, here's what's further stupid about this is Orlovsky's defense was, I'm 39. When Joe Montana was rolling, I was like six years old. Yeah, but when, so you, when, you, how are, do you have, when you're a person in this business, it's your duty to go look it up and check them out. I agree with that, but if that's your argument, how do you have Elway and Marino on there? I guess Elway played a little later, but Marino was... It's just... I think Montana was drafted in 80 and Elway what, and Marino what, what was 83. were you talking to uh, P- PFT about, about this earlier? About some some people now just for clicks? Right. That's what Olofsky is. Okay, so Montana was 79. I thought it was 80. And Marino was that famous 83 class, I believe. Imagine passing on Dan Marino, by the way. I'm just saying. Didn't he go 
I mean, he was he was definitely late. I, I second round, right? No, it was first round, but I think the twenty seventh overall pick. And Pittsburgh, where he was from, desperately needed a quarterback, and they wouldn't take him. <laughs> and I think the suggestion, the rumor at the time, was that he perhaps liked the nose candy. And then they sent him to Miami in the eighties. That was weird. Marino. You talking about? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, I, I thought you I were get, talking about Montana. But Montana, like Montana, wasn't first, was he? No, he was third rounder. Yeah, yeah. Marino was the first rounder, but almost at the oh, end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Landville says it was the weed for Marino. It was a, yeah. It was some. It was it was it was some things about him. A lot of things about him. Well, listen. If he went to Miami in 1983 and was able to play for 20 years and have a Hall of Fame career, whatever it was, I think he proved he could handle it. Yeah. Do you know who was drafted the very next pick after Dan Marino? Who was that? Daryl Green. Daryl Green. All right. That's a pretty that good back-to-back pick. That's a hell of yeah. Woo, Lord. What if you had back-to-back picks? Think about 27-28 is two Hall of Famers in 83. <laughs> Woo. Yes, indeed. Woo. When we return, Sam Fortier, <laughs> Washington Post, has been in Mobile, Alabama all week watching young football players as they prepare for the NFL draft and pick his brain about what he has seen. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. This year, the only app you'll need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel. It won't be no chicken wings. America's number one sports book. Download FanDuel now and use promo code Brian so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to the point spreads to who will score a touchdown. We have two quarterbacks in this thing that I think both of them are up for the MVP. Where are you going to put your money? Who are you going to let it go with? Kansas City or Jalen Hurts over there in Philadelphia? All on a top-rated sportsbook app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today with promo code Brian to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Gambler. B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday, baby. To celebrate, one more time, we're going to go to Mobile, Alabama. Talk to our friend, Mr. Sam Fortier, the pride of Syracuse. Sammy, what's going on, buddy? That's not him. Sammy, you there? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You guys put me on? Yeah, I I hit the wrong button. Sorry, dude. How are you, bud? I'm doing well, man. It's uh, I'm, They're setting up the Mardi Gras parade in Mobile, Alabama, which apparently is, is the birthplace of Mardi Gras, according to Mobile. So uh, you learn something new every day. Yeah, they, I, I do they, not believe that. I think they're making up a lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, look, and if they did, uh, if it was the birthplace, they sure lost it real quick. Does that? <laughs> I, I'd like to ask a quick question that is off topic. If they're setting up the parade, does that mean next Tuesday is Fat Tuesday? Uh, I'm I'm not exactly sure how that works. I think it but, is. Uh, but if next Tuesday is Fat Tuesday and we're out in Arizona, CK might want to line up a replacement for Wednesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to Arizona, Sammy? Uh, I am not. I'm letting my my esteemed colleagues take that one. Well, we talked to your esteemed colleague yesterday, I think, Nikki, about her 19-hour commute to Mobile. Tell me, you made it to Mobile, Alabama, in fewer than 19 hours. Uh, I had a I had a three hour delay at DCA, but but it was wow. nothing quite that bad. Flew into Pensacola, drove drove over. I mean, honestly, man, I'm still scarred from. It took me three days to get from DC to San Francisco for that Christmas Eve game. So anything less than that, I'm cool with. Three and, days, dude. He was stuck in Denver for two days, right? He got stuck in yeah, Denver, and then Mitch got stuck in Chicago coming back, right? Yep. Mitch's commute was way better than his. Oh wow! But Sam, what did you learn from that? What did you learn about not non about Having a stop going to the West Coast. Yeah, especially during Christmas, I, I shouldn't have been. Uh, I shouldn't have been stopping in Denver. That was a total unforced error. They got weed stores here, Sam. You don't have to go to Denver <laughs> for that stuff. <laughs> um, all right. So talking with Sam Fortier, Washington Post. He's been covering uh, the Commanders and just the NFL in general down at the Senior Bowl all week. Uh, before we get Commander specific, there are always guys that have a great week in Mobile that really help their draft position. Has, has anybody stood out for you? Yeah, I think that there are always going to be, you know, kind of those names like Demarvius Overshone, the Texas linebacker, I thought, you know, looked pretty athletic. Uh, Tajay Sharp, the, the Tulane running back, had, had a good week. I mean, um, not necessarily, you know, positions that I think that the commanders are looking at, but those are some of the dudes um, – you know, Xavier, I forget his last name, the, the Iowa State wide receiver, he had a pretty good week. So those are some of the guys that coming out, um, you know, you say, hey, you know, those guys might pop, uh, you know, for other teams or, or, you know, maybe for the commanders at some point in the draft. Who, who's been the most impressive for the positions that you think the commanders are looking at? Oh, well, it's so funny you say that because I actually brought some bars to summarize. All right. Oh, oh, give me a there list. There we go. Sammy's ready to drop bars. <laughs> and. 
And I, and I got to dedicate this to, to Flo Millie, a rapper from, from Mobile, Alabama, who, who I enjoy. So shout out to her. All right. Uh, Commander's big need this April is blinding. Marty's up front to see the O-lineman. Couple good prospects. A Buckeye, a Terp. Buckle up, fellas. Mock drafts go berserk. Oh, shucks. Hell yeah. There you go. Hell yeah. Jeff didn't even hear that, man. <laughs> Jeff wouldn't even on the airway. What's up with him, man? Jeff, I, man, I he, proc- always, he always does this when I come on. Sam is I a better he's, rapper I think, than you. I think he's afraid of you, uh, Sam. Hey, he gets scared. Let's sign him then. <laughs> we got. We just going to sign a moneymaker. That's it. Now, I don't know if his Washington eat. Post contract will allow him to sign with Knuckle Up Records, um, but do you want to check that out on your end, Sammy, and get back to us? Oh, I can definitely have my people call your people. All right, good. <laughs> um, so, having done Mobile a few times, I, I know how it works. You watch, the, you watch the young players during the day, but... There's plenty of stuff going on after practice where you're trying to gather information and and just get an idea of directions for the organization. Um, What do you think's happening at quarterback? What do you think's happening at offensive coordinator for the commanders? Uh, I think offensive coordinator is is in a holding pattern until they get to talk to Eric the enemy. So I think that's a little bit on hold. Obviously, Ron Rivera, you know, driving over to – uh, to San Francisco to talk to Anthony Lynn. I, I think, you know, they're making some marginal progress there. Um, but in terms of quarterback, like, I, I think, I still think they're going to stick with Sam Howell. I think that's the, you know, my sense of being here and, and kind of talking to guys. The quarterback prospects here were, were not impressive at all. Uh, and I don't think that they'd be in position um, in the draft, you know, to go get one of the two obvious upgrades to me, which is, which is Stroud and, and Bryce Young. I, I don't see them taking a chance on a guy like Will Levis. Um, and so to me, like, unless, you know, unless Derek Carr comes available for a price that you're, you know, comfortable with, I, I just don't see, you know, maybe you, you want to sign Garoppolo, uh, you know, to compete with Howell, but I, I don't see them going out and getting someone to clearly usurp Howell, uh, you know, in the next four or five months. Hey, man, you better watch it. That Yorkie going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought I was cool out here, but uh, apparently I, uh, I made him mad. Um. And you can say, hold on, because I'm small, you're going to just come close to my yard? <laughs> um, Sam, B and I were talking about this. There was a Bill Barnwell piece, I think this morning, but certainly this week, um, talking about the need for quarterback in Washington. I don't see a big move coming. I don't think there's a pick coming. I don't think there's a highly touted veteran getting signed. Any of the Rodgers-Lamar stuff is complete nonsense. They don't have the money. Um I really do think there's a chance they roll with Howell. How much of a offensive line overhaul are you expecting? And kind of specifically, if you look to the left side, Norwell and Leno seem to be the two that have the most chance of coming back, both contractually and perhaps play level. What do you think this O-line looks like in whatever the heck, six, seven months? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good question. I think that's what they were looking at down here, right? Like Marty Herney and Martin Mayhew and the scouts were, were pretty locked in on that position group. They looked at some DVs, too. Uh, I, I don't think that class was, was as strong. But in terms of O-line, I, I think there's a lot of guys to like down here, particularly, you know, if, if you do really want to be a run-first offense, which I'm still skeptical of. But if you do want to do that, um, there are some really good run blockers. But the kid out of Minnesota, John Michael Schmidt, um, in particular, looked athletic. Um, like, like he could be a piece for them at center. But you're talking about left side. Uh, I think we could see – I think Leno will be there at left tackle. I, I think we could see Chris Paul 
replace Norwell, whether he's a cap casualty or, you know, backup. I think that, you know, they, they want youth at that position. I think center, um, you're probably looking at once in the draft. You're probably not looking at really a, and then right tackle, right guard to me is where do you see Sam Cosby fitting into the future? If you take that Dallas game, uh, you're probably talking about him at, at right tackle. And then it's okay. Who do we want at right guard? And it's probably not a, a first round uh, pick that you're spending on it, but this is a good offensive line class, and, and I think in the second and third round, whether uh, you know you're talking about Cody Mock out of North Dakota State, you know, or you could go tackle and, and fly Cosby inside, you know, Ohio State, Dewan Jones, the, the UMD kid, Jalen Duncan, like those are all options I think that would make a lot of sense for them in the middle round. After offensive line, what do you think is the most important position to go after? Corner for me, just because I think you need someone opposite Benjamin St. Juice after Will Jack uh, got traded. They, they really didn't have someone step up uh, consistently. I think you could put Kendall uh, inside. I, I think that you know you need a third guy, I should say. Um, and then I think tight end is also going to be a big need. There were a couple of good ones here. Um, I know they have a good young room. I know they like uh, you know Armani Rogers and Curtis Hodges and those guys, but I, I don't think – I think you could use another one, uh, particularly if Logan Thomas doesn't come back. It, it's going to be interesting what they do because they have a ton of holes. Are you – do you feel like most that the ownership situation is just going to make this a a fairly muted off season? Yeah, I mean that like that is the thing that I keep going back and forth about because like on one hand it's like you saw the Nats, you saw like what ownership paralysis can do. Why would you know Dan Snyder sign any you know significant checks uh, while he's in the process of selling the team? But then there's that argument of, you know, hey, for a six-plus billion-dollar transaction, are you really getting hung up on, you know, a $10 million year, or, you know, a 30 over three, you know, deal uh, for, for, you know, a piece that would, that would help the football department? I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't have clarity on that situation, but uh, I keep going back and forth. What do you think? I wanna, I'll answer your question with a question. How much do you think it would cost to pave the media parking lot outside of the gate? <laughs> Fair enough. What what, I, uh, what, what does a, that cost, B? You know the area I'm talking about. Twenty grand. Probably a little I, more than that. I don't know the going rate it may for be paving. A little bit more than that, but you know what? It's it's it's, it's nothing that's going to harm them. It, it hurt them. Let's say it's fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, easily. The first thing people drive up when they, they see they don't have to pave it. They could just put the uh, what's called over there. The asphalt. That's cheaper. Asphalt, sure, whatever it is. Yeah. The first thing people see when they pull into Commanders Park is a bunch of cars parked in the grass. Wouldn't you want to fix that? When, when it's grass. Yeah, sometimes it's just parked in the mud. mud. <laughs> yeah. So whenever people are like, oh, you know, this is a billion-dollar transaction, you can't think they're worried about a couple bucks. I don't know. What, in, uh, in, in the same vein, I was talking to somebody who used to work for Washington down here the other day, and I was not aware that before they had the bubble to practice indoors, the team would practice in Dan Snyder's, like, private airplane hangar, and there was, like, oil on the ground, and it was, like, you'd go through walk through there on, like, bad days. I was not aware. Over by that Dallas, was, like, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I had no idea. Um, what do you think happens with pain? Right now, like, the, the likeliest situation to me feels like the franchise tag. It, it's reasonable enough to keep your two dudes inside, um, which is, you know, for a coach who, who's going to be coaching for his job, like, you want to pull all the levers you can uh, to give yourself the best chance in the field. I think we could see in the draft, like, you know, you them go for, you know, a lot of seniors again, like they did last year, because this team needs to win and improve now, right? Um, but 
in terms of pain, like that, that is my explanation for, for why I think ultimately it's the franchise tag because they can't make it, they can't give him a long term deal, but I don't think they want to lose him. How do you think Duran's going to respond to the tag? <laughs> I, not, I, mean, but that's, right? I, I really think if you're not trying to give him a long term deal, let him go now. Be done with it. I don't. If you're, if you're Ron and you can keep them, like why wouldn't you do that? You know. I'm not saying Ron. I'm saying how do you think Duran's going to feel about the tag? Oh yeah, I mean every player. Like like we saw this with Devontae Adams. Like the players hate the tag and, and justifiably so. Um, but if the team has that lever available, why wouldn't they pull it? Yeah, you're right. Um, appreciate the bars. Tweet those out or text me, and I'll treat I'll tweet them out. Those were great. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me as always. All right, man. Thank you, Sammy. Safe trip home. I hope you no delays. Delay free. <laughs> yeah, don't don't jinx me, man. I, I'll, uh, I'll I'll keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> Good luck. That's our boy Sam Fortier from the Washington Post. Give him a follow at Sam Four T R on Twitter. When we come back. We're giving away more Wizards tickets. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Seriously. Leville, let's send out the bat signal for Rick Snyder uh, for Monday. Snyder wrote a story um, that I wanted to touch on this week. We just kind of got swamped with everything else. But we got to, this Dan Snyder (laughs) trying to power play Bobby Bethard into taking a job once he was running the organization needs to be discussed at length. Because <laughs> what an all-time dumb move. <laughs> um, what do you want to do to tickets now? At the end. Do them right now? B, we're swimming in Wiz tickets this week. Yeah, man. You got a red-hot Wiz team, and we're giving you tickets. Be caller number 10 at 800-636-1067, and you will win two tickets to the Washington Wizards game Wednesday, February 8th at Capital One Arena against the Hornets. For the complete game schedule and tickets, visit thefandc.com slash contest. Tickets courtesy of Monumental Sports. Wiz, Hornets, Wednesday night, 800-636-1067. Caller 10 gets those tickets. Uh, a couple other things I wanted to point out before we make some bets. Does that say United States? I don't know what the hell that said. You're writing in cursive in a pencil in a poorly it's not written- in cursive, and, and you just can't read. And every time somebody shows you something, don't mean you got to say it over there. Now look at it again. Boom. Maybe that's why we're giving away <laughs> tickets. Um, the Caps. Good mm-hmm. news for the Caps. Uh, long-term contract they got done with Dylan Strom. Five-year deal, 25 mil. Woo! 
Plus, this weekend is NHL All-Star Weekend. Uh, you get to watch Ovi. Landini, see if we can get odds on a Ovi goal in the All-Star game. Because I kind of like that. I feel like that's a little juice. Yeah. Um, also, once Jeff locks in the 10th caller, I have a question for Jeff. I'm, I'm just guessing I need to ask Jeff because... Esports is such a big deal nowadays. I feel like I should know more about it. Mm-hmm. The NBA 2K League season is coming to. Um, I, I th- want to ask, uh, what's going about that? Darius. Darius probably is the guy. We should. I feel like we should be more informed about NBA, although he's a Madden guy. I don't know. Uh, OV to score a goal in the Metropolitan Atlantic game tomorrow is minus 138. Damn. I kind of thought we'd get plus odds. Nah. They know he's going to, first of all, they're not really going all out. And he's going to sit over there and he's going to fire that thing. And somebody's like, nah, this is not worth it. Much like the Pro Bowl questions I had earlier, are there two hockey games? Like, why is it Metro versus Atlantic? Are they, those are the divisions, right? I think maybe there's a tournament. Like They've always div- had it like that, I thought. No. Like, last to, year was like that. They used to do U.S. versus the world for a while, or North America versus the world. Yeah, that, that, that left a long time ago. My favorite joint in hockey all-star game, he's also, well, Ovi has surpassed him, but my favorite player as a kid was Al Iafredi, mm-hmm. who Alan May has told me just the most amazing stories about ever. Um, and Al Iafredi, big number 34 for the Caps. I want an Al Iafredi jersey if anybody ever wants to. Track that down for me. Um, he was always in the hardest slap shot contest. Mm-hmm. And I'd watch that as a kid, and it was awesome. Uh, enough about Ally Afraidy. Landfill, let's make some bets. Now, Jeff is dealing with our caller that won everything, that won the Wiz tickets. Um, I know that I lost again, I believe, last night. I believe I lost all week, which if you ever need to know anything about me, I'm good at betting football. Everything else, not so good. Yeah. Did you win last night, B? I don't think I did. Uh, B. Mitch also lost. Uh, unfortunately, I'm back. Jeff Walker did win last night. Hold did- on. Can we announce these right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeff's standing. All right. Can we announce these right? Go for it. <clears throat> From worst to first, we have Chew Poo, Loser Boo at 0 and 3. <laughs> Never heard Jew Poo, Loser Boo. And in third place, we have Mr. Return Man of the Century, Brian <laughs> Keith Mitchell. Hey, make sure y'all definitely tag the NFL in that Barry Saluga um, article. And then hold, hold on, pause. Give me that name one more time. Barry's for Luga. <laughs> <laughs> and then third place, we got my boy who hold it down in the aquarium with me all the time. My boy Landfill. <laughs> and then first place for what? Ain't this Landfield, week number Landfield, two? Kill the mic. I almost <laughs> think it might be week three, dude. It might be it's week three. It's definitely three out of like the last four. Yeah, the one and only, 
the greatest artist from Knuckle Up Records, the best bald man to ever do it, Mr. Jeff Walker for president. He's the only artist for Knuckle Up Records. <laughs> Congratulations. You currently are the best artist on Knuckle Up Records. Yeah, because he's the only one. Now, Tailgate Ted did just tweet me, what are the odds we can get the newest rap duo from Knuckle Up Records, Sam Fortier and Jeff Too Funny, a.k.a. Salt and Pepper, to perform at halftime at Ooh, FedEx baby, Field? baby. That would be <laughs> live, and we're going to make it happen. I bet we're not, frankly. We're we going to make it happen. What do you What do you think the odds are of Jeff and Sam rapping at FedEx Field next year? No, they're going to rap at FedEx Field, but they're going to get a song together. All right, that I'm in for. Al Alfredi, cheapest one I found is $239. <laughs> a little salt and pepper to get us out of here. Brian, when I said I won an Ally Afraidy jersey. No, I'm not trying to I'm trying to tell you, you, you work every day. You got 15 jobs. Go buy your damn jersey. I, I won an Ally Afraidy jersey. For free. That, yes. No, Correct. ain't nobody going to do that for you. <laughs> hey, I'm helping him out. Look. Landfill's taking us into the weekend with a little salt and pepper. What, what are we talking about? We this need- is Jeff and Sam at the uh, Commander's I Halftime. Hope, I hope they aren't saying that. <laughs> All we need is a bottle of Scotties and a whole bunch of Red Bull. We're going to make it happen. Thank you to everybody that listened to the show. Thank you to PFT Commenter. Thank you to Barry Sverluga. Thank you to Sam Fortier. Thank you to Salt and Peppa and Spinderella. Don't forget her. She pumped it up one more time. Thank you to everybody that called. Grant and Danny coming up next. Brian Mitchell to the damn Hall of Fame. Make it happen. If you made it this far, I owe you a DC brow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.